I want to ask you a personal question. Do you read my newsletter, Leadership Forward 321? Because if you don't, I really think you'd like it if you like this podcast. Every Wednesday morning, I send a short newsletter designed to help you lead your organization more strategically and with less overwhelm in five minutes or less. The newsletters are organized around a timely leadership theme and give you something practical that you can apply right away in your organization. I include three of the best articles that I've come across on that theme, two concrete resources or tools that I believe in, and one quote to inspire and motivate you. So if you don't yet get the newsletter, I'm going to make it super easy for you to sign up. Just text the word IMPACT to 66866 and you'll be added to my list. Thanks. Hi, thanks so much for tuning into the Nonprofit Mastermind podcast. Each week, I do a deep dive into the strategies and mindset behind launching, scaling, and leading a high-impact nonprofit. I'm your host, Brooke Ritchie Babbage, and I'm very excited you're here. So I mentioned in October that moving forward, I'm trying something a little bit new. Once a month, there will be one show that is a solo show, just me, not an interview, where I take a look at some topic that is specific to growth stage nonprofits, and I explore some aspect of mindset or strategy. Today is that solo show, and I want to talk about something that feels very present for me right now, both as someone who works intimately with leaders of growing nonprofits and for me personally. And that's the role of vision as an anchor in planning. Very specifically, I want to talk about how to create a 2022 vision map for your organization. So as we move through Q4, a theme keeps coming up in my work with organizational leaders. We are all emerging from the pandemic slowly, but it seems somewhat steadily. And this question of now what keeps coming up. It's planning time, but people are not feeling as certain about where they're going and about how to proceed. Even if we do the work to develop an annual plan, there's still that sense of unsteadiness. Many leaders that I talk to are feeling tired, they're feeling unmoored, they're lacking motivation. And, you know, some of that is that we're you know, almost two years into a pandemic. Some of that happens every Q4. And a lot of it is also, I am discovering, tied to a sense of deep uncertainty about the validity of the plans that we create. So many programs have changed. Board makeups have changed. Staff design and structure has changed. And leaders are really trying to figure out how do we calibrate our priorities and our goals so that our plans are really tools we can use to guide decision making. I had a great conversation with one of the incredible women in my Impact Accelerator program the other day, and she shared how she feels really bogged down by the details of her work. She's planning a fundraising campaign that launches this week. Board and staff retreats are planned for December. you know, nearing the end of budget planning season. 
And she looked up the other day and realized she's just not feeling as connected to her work, to her why, as she used to, and that is impacting her motivation. And she came to me with questions about how to fix that, right? what to do about it. So here's what I told her and what I share all of with all of the folks that I work with and coach. Your vision for your year is the linchpin for everything else. When you craft a really compelling, clear vision, it allows you to generate and regenerate your energy and your excitement. It creates a lighthouse in the sea of uncertainty and it becomes your your North Star, not to mix metaphors. <laughs> um, even when your plans themselves feel less concrete and less certain, which I think is the case for many, many people this year, maybe especially when your plans feel uncertain, having a compelling, clear vision becomes really, really important. It's how you know you're moving in the right direction. So many of you have an organizational vision. That's the broad statement, you know, end world hunger, um, what the world will look like when you've achieved your mission um, that helps give shape to your mission, your values, your culture. But I am talking about the annual vision, and it's in many ways more important as a tool for intentional planning and growth. The end of the year always comes on so fast and Q4 is filled with plans for year end campaigns and budgets and goal setting and getting ready for holidays as it should be. And I mentioned that because so many people are tempted to skip the important step of creating a clear vision. So I wanted to start before I get into the elements of your vision. I wanted to start by outlining really briefly why I think this is so critical as a guide and a planning tool for your year. First, your annual vision lays the foundation for your goal setting process and really for your budgets insofar as your annual strategic goals are the, um, are the framework for your annual budget right? The two are, are inextricably tied. Your annual vision transforms the process itself from one that can feel almost entirely iterative, right? What did we do last year? How do we tweak that? Um, very much in the weeds. Let's look at our last plan. Let's look at our evaluation data. Let's look at, you know, the partnerships we have and increase them by 10%. Right, that can feel really um, downward looking and in the weeds. And making sure that you have an annual vision can bring you up out of the weeds and transform the process itself into one that is forward looking, that looks upwards. It answers the question, where are we going and why? Not in the long-term generative sense, but in the very, very important intermediate sense so that when you and your team are looking at last year's annual plan, annual work plan, when you're thinking about program numbers, when you're thinking about your goals and your strategies and the tactics that you're going to employ um, each quarter, they are anchored by a big picture for the year understanding of why, of where you want to land. 
Second, more concretely, your annual vision is what tells you which successes matter, which goals actually matter. There are many, many goals you can set. You have to prioritize them. You have to decide which ones to let go of that you perhaps had last year, which ones have become a distraction. That is greatly, greatly helped by having a clear vision for the year. What is the transformation you care most deeply about for the next year? What will make you and your team and your board look up in a year at this point next year and think, yes, this is why we did it, right? Look around and say, we did good. I know that leadership and planning for that matter are a really fascinating blend of art and science for many people, for most people. So this is the art part. This is a feeling. The vision is the translation of your intuition about what will make you and your team feel deeply gratified and proud of the work that you're doing, what will make your board feel engaged and energized. You have an intuition about that as the leader of the organization. And just like my friend and colleague in my impact accelerator, it's really easy to lose touch with that intuition, that inner voice as the craziness of the year unfolds. It happens every year. But when you're sitting down to map out your concrete plans for next year, a really powerful first step should be to reconnect to that intuition. And this vision process is part of how you do that. To call up that inner voice that says, I know what's gonna feel really good for the communities that we work with. I know what questions I should be asking. I know who we should be partnering with. I have a perspective on that. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're not getting buy-in. This vision does not replace the annual strategic plan or work plan. It is an anchor. It is a first step. And finally, um, when done authentically and not just as a sort of box to be checked, your annual vision can provide you and your team with real emotional fuel to achieve the goals that you set. Um, that reminder of the why is really, really important. So, so that's a little bit about why I am talking about your annual vision to begin with. And I want to walk through the process of creating this clear vision for what you're trying to do next year. First thing I want to say is this is not something that needs to be done in a retreat. So I do not want you to be listening to this podcast episode thinking, this is another meeting I have to plan. This is another retreat we have to do. This is not that. This is a first step before the annual goal setting meeting. And it is a personal activity that helps you as the leader gather, synthesize, and make sense out of your own thoughts and plans so that you can help steward a goal setting process for your team and your board that is anchored in a true understanding of where you want to be in a year. So there are three sections of a vision map to help you make sure you're moving in the right direction. 
The first is, um, and actually the way that I would do this is I would take a blank piece of paper. This is what I, I always do just for my own vision map, take a blank piece of paper and um, you want three sections um, on your paper. So picture a flywheel. Um, and in the first section, you want to write your impact. So what do you want to be known for in a year? What are the outcomes that you want to be most accountable for in the year, at the end of a year? This is what guides the work that you're doing on the ground throughout the year. What does success actually look like? So in that first section, that's about your impact. When you close your eyes, where are you in a year? What have you done? That's amazing. What are people talking about, about your organization one year from today? Um, what are you best known for, right? What's the footprint that you've had in a year? What transformations have you brought about in the communities with the people um, on the issue that you work on? So that's the first section of your vision map. And I would take five to 10 minutes and just really do stream of consciousness. Close your eyes and really picture yourself sitting at your desk or in your office or at a cafe, wherever it is you work <laughs> these days. Um, and, and really think, okay, I'm sitting here in my organization a year from now. What changes have we brought about in the world? So that's section one of the vision map. Section two grows out of section one, and that's your work. So what is your organization doing in a year and what is it not doing? Again, when you close your eyes, what does execution of your mission really look like? Are you working in more schools? Are you in a new community, two new communities, a new state? Do you have more or different partners? Are you working with the same populations that you've worked with? Are you going deeper? Are you going bigger? So whereas the first section was the outcomes, the impact you want to be known for in a year. The section, second section is what does the work look like when you close your eyes in a year? What are you actually doing in a year? Third section is your leadership. This is about you. This is about how you want to be in a year. How do you want to be moving through the world as a leader? How do you want to feel? How do you want to be spending your time? How does your own personal physical health show up? How about your mental health? How can you be intentional about how you show up in your vision for a year from now? So that's the map. It's pretty simple. Three sections, your impact, your work, and your leadership. And my recommendation is that you take a blank piece of paper, you draw the flywheel, and you give yourself five to 10 minutes of just letting yourself reflect on those questions for each of the sections. So 30 minutes tops, and writing down what comes to mind, and a vision will start to take shape. And, um, You'll notice that I'm not having you map out things like how much money you want to raise or the people you want to hire 
or even the board you want to build. Those are really, 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 really important things <laughs> to think about and really, really important to set clear and concrete goals in those areas. Um, but, and this is really critical, those goals, things like how much money you want to raise or how many people you want to hire or who you want to hire, those goals are in service of your broader vision. When you're clear about how you want to be as a leader, when you're clear about the outcomes that you are most accountable for and excited by and compelled by, when you're clear about the work that you're doing and how it's different in a year, that clarity serves as an anchor for goal setting, for making strategic decisions about hiring. You can think about the size and nature of your team if you know how you want to work in a year. Do you need certain people on your leadership team because your work is going to look different? Um, are you raising money um, in a particular kind of way? You can think about the nature of your fundraising when you have a clear vision of the scope of impact you wanna have. Do you need steady, consistent revenue, like earned revenue? Um, do you need corporate partnerships? What your goals are make a lot more sense and are a lot more compelling for you and your team and your board when they are in service of a clear vision. And so if you take just 30 minutes to create this map of your impact, your work, and your leadership, and bring that into your planning conversations, I guarantee that your work plan that you come out with, with you and your team, will feel a lot more compelling and six months from now will still make sense in a way that a lot of times work plans don't midway through the year. So that's my, uh, that's what I want to share this week, the power and importance of creating a concrete vision for the year and a little bit about how to do that. Thank you so much for joining me this week on this episode of the Nonprofit Mastermind Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I would love if you would share with your friends. And if you extra liked it, I'd be super honored if you'd leave a review. I'd also love to share just a few resources before we sign off for the week. First, I have created a new free four-part email video training series. It's specifically for small nonprofits under $2 million that are serious about scaling in the next year. It walks through four foundational shifts that leaders of these nonprofits really need to make in order to take their organizations to the next level, specifically shifts in how they think about finances, hiring, time, and mindset. You can access the free trainings. They'll be sent directly to your inbox at richiebabbage.com backslash four critical shifts to scale. And it's the number four. Second, I'm really excited to announce that I am accepting new applications for my Impact Accelerator program. For those of you who haven't heard me talk about it, it's a six month targeted capacity building program for leaders of six figure nonprofits that are serious about scaling their budget and impact in the next year. As part of the Accelerator, participants get a personalized organizational strategic growth plan, six months of group coaching, a curated training program for their entire team and board, 
access to opportunities for things like major donor pitch practice, introduction to funders and a board chair mentor program, and access to a curated network of social impact experts to help both develop and execute growth strategies in the areas of fundraising, finance, board development, HR, and strategic planning. Ultimately, the key to growing your impact is infrastructure. And the purpose of my accelerator program is to help you build it much more quickly and with much less overwhelm than you could do on your own. You can access the application to see if it's a good fit at richiebabbage.com backslash scale to impact now. And finally, if you would like a little more leadership in your life, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, Leadership Forward 321. Each week, I curate and share three articles, two resources, and a quote on a theme. You can sign up at richiebabbage.com backslash Leadership Forward 321. That's all for now. Have a great week, and I'll see you back here next week for more Mastermind.